interrupting the regular flow of copy room conversations with a short season to help us ease back into the thinking and doing of work. Every August on CRC, there will be a bonus season about a book that I hope you'll read. In that bonus season, the podcast will include some segments of the book, as well as some solo episodes about the themes of that book. This August, the short season is about my book, Nothing's Missing, a year of reckoning, release, and remembering who I am. Come September, we'll be back with season four of Copy Room Conversations, dedicated to the notion of letting go of imperfection and normalizing joy. Not coincidentally, two of the main themes of Nothing's Missing. Each episode opens with a quote from an educator that I know and love, who served as an early reader for this book. This episode starts with a quote from Laura Nijet, a teacher and mother from back east. We met at the Stanford University Hollyhock Fellowships Institute several summers ago, when she came with a couple of members of her team from her school to participate in a life-changing fellowship. Lauren actually wasn't even in my cohort, but we had a connection, a love of kids and a love of books. And I'm happy to say that's kept us connected all these years. She said, Nicole's story inspires readers to take the time to honor their authentic selves without the pressure of the many roles we hold in life. She reminds us to always search for our peace, whatever it may look like, no matter how hard the journey. This episode is about taking responsibility. And the quote that we open with is by Julia Alvarez. Each of us will have to make the choices that allow us to be the largest versions of ourselves. My doctor said that within a few weeks of taking the medication, I would find this space. This space where I still feel anxious but where the anxiety would be blunted and therefore not so debilitating. I wasn't sure what she meant until recently, but she was exactly right. I'm still upset, I'm still anxious, but the frantic and frightening instinct of flight, fight, or freeze is tempered enough so that I can almost think straight. A sense of peace is emerging. It's not between Craig and me, it's just within me. This is coming along with the help of counseling, my own and ours as a couple. Craig and I started counseling two years ago when our bottom dropped out, and it helped at first, allowing me a deep sense of validation while also calling on me to learn how I might be contributing to our challenges. I learned a lot then. Now, however, counseling feels like an exercise in futility. Wait, I thought everything was better, is a question I often get when I share with others what's happening in my marriage. I don't understand, they continue. From the outside, it looks like things should be just fine. Maybe it should be, I reply, but it's not. Eleven years we've been married. Eleven years of beautiful and brutal moments. The brutal ones are coming more regularly for me now, maybe because I'm seeing what is rather than what should be. I see the intensity of his mood swings. I hear the crack of his criticism. I feel the weight of both bearing down on my body. The resentment, the anger, the relentlessness of it all, all of it, Not just what he created, but also what I've created, what we've created. I refuse to be a party to it anymore. Maybe things should be fine, but they're not. Too many years of unhealed wounds have left us with scar tissue. Scar tissue that has frozen us in the brutal times so acutely that not even the beautiful times can be the balm they once were. Maybe things should be fine, 
but they're not. Craig wants to work toward our healing. I just want to work on my own. I don't want him to be hurt, but the fact that he's upset, even the fact that he's upset with me, no longer rings the alarm bell for me. That damn bell rang so loud and so often for so many years that I finally just found the switch and turned it off. As liberating as that is, I can't deny the detachment that's come with it, is at least in this moment, I find myself intolerant of anyone's pain beyond my own. Craig thinks I'm being selfish. I think others feel the same. Something I've lost in recent weeks is the pervasive and painful burden that was my incessant worry about what other people think and feel. Other people have had my attention, focus, and energy for too long. I'm rewriting my script, and that's long overdue. I wish I'd had the foresight to find balance between self-care and the care of others years ago, but I didn't, and now here we all are, sitting deep in the truth of what we have allowed our lives to become. A deeply painful place, made bearable by the simple fact it's true. Thank you for listening to Season 3, with episodes released on Sundays and Wednesdays in August, each one dedicated to a different chapter in the book, Nothing's Missing. Come September, we'll be back with Season 4 of Copy Room Conversations, dedicated to the notion of letting go of imperfection and normalizing joy. Not coincidentally, two of the main themes of Nothing's Missing. If you're interested in purchasing a copy of Nothing's Missing, you can get it anywhere you buy your paperbacks, ebooks, and audiobooks. 15% of all net profits I earn from these books and other speaking engagements and workshops is donated to Together Rising, an organization dedicated to women and families that uses local resources and knowledge to drive decisions that serve others. Learn more at togetherrising.com. To learn more about my work, please visit nicoleluciani.com.